At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, everybody. Welcome in to My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bonantoni with you live from downtown Las Vegas, a Circa Resort and Casino jam-packed Awesome show ahead in just a few minutes. Mark Schlereth, analyst for the NFL on Fox Sports, also won a couple Lombardi trophies, will join us live to talk through the AFC West as we finally start talking some NFL futures markets. We'll get some college football in here as well with Stuart Mandel of The Athletic. DraftKings, Jeff Ulrich, also Red Rock Racing Sportsbook, Chuck Esposito on the program today. So lots of great stuff that we're going to get into. And also a ton of NBA and Major League Baseball news and notes as we start today's show with our top five. Number one in today's top five, you know, all the top about the sign-in trades and mid-level exceptions finally shelved for now with Kyrie Irving, who plans to be back with the Nets next season. He decided to exercise his $36.5 million option, telling The Athletic, quote, normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. Taking the payday seems pretty normal, actually, but that's just me. So for now, he'll stay in Brooklyn on an expiring deal as he and Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons try to help the Nets make a run at a title. Brooklyn 7-1 on the latest odds board for next year's NBA championship. Now, a team that Kyrie has and is still potentially targeting. Uh, more on that when or if it comes. But the Los Angeles Lakers had some news today themselves as we go to number two. Russell Westbrook similar, similarly planning to exercise his $47.1 million option to return to the Lakers. The nine-time All-Star in 2017 NBA MVP didn't live up to his expectations a season ago, coming off his worst year since his second season in the league. The Lakers, who most recently failed to make the playoffs with an injury-riddled and older team, 22-1 to 
on next year's odds. Sticking with the NBA, number three, John Wall is planning to sign with the Clippers after he clears waivers. The news coming swiftly after it was announced that Wall and Houston had reached an agreement on a buyout. TBD as to whether or not Wall will start ahead of Reggie Jackson or come off the bench, but he should play a large role as a playmaker and veteran presence alongside guys like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. The Clips were among the four teams who were all at 6-1 to atop the odds boards, but after this news, just two teams now as the favorites, the Clippers and Warriors at plus 550, with the Celtics and Nets slip into 6-1 to and 7-1 to respectively. Number four, the Atlanta Braves have placed pitcher Kenley Jansen on the 15-day injured list with an irregular heartbeat. This is something Jansen's dealt with previously in his career with the Dodgers, wound up undergoing a heart procedure actually back in 2018, so it's unknown how much time the 34-year-old veteran closer, who's converted 20 saves this season with the Braves, will ultimately miss. Atlanta will likely turn to lefty Will Smith to handle the save opportunities in his absence, but the primary concern here, of course, is the long-term health of Jansen. Braves are currently plus 260 to win the NL East, plus 550 odds in the NL behind the Dodgers and Mets. And last one here, according to Todd Zoki of MLB.com, Philly star Bryce Harper will have surgery on his broken left thumb. While there's no official timetable from the club on his return, most reports have him targeting a mid-August return. Bad news, though, for the Phillies, who have just really started to put it together since the firing of Joe Girardi. They're currently eight games back of the Mets in the division. They're right in the mix for that wild card, two games out of the second spot. They're plus 110 to make the playoffs right now. Minus 130 to miss. Now, as promised, excited to welcome in Mark Schlereth, three-time Super Bowl champ, Fox Sports NFL analyst, host of Schlereth and Evans on 104.3 The Fan over in Denver. We're going to talk plenty of NFL with you, Mark, but being there in Denver, like how much are you just basking in the glow that is the Stanley Cup win for the Colorado Avalanche this past weekend? No, it's been it's been tremendous. I mean, I got to go to game two. I got to go to game five. Did some stuff for the NHL Network and uh, NHL.com. And I, it's just been so much fun to watch, so much fun to be a part of it, and the reverence for the trophy. Like, it is the coolest trophy in all of pro sports, without question. And the reverence the guys have for it, um, the work they put in to achieve it, to earn it, it is, I tell you, it is one of the coolest things that uh, – that I've gotten to witness and I've been, I was here in 96. I was here in 2001 when they won the cup, but uh, I'm so much more into it now having been, you know, been that back then I was a player still uh, having been retired and doing all that. It's just been, it's been so much fun to watch for all of us here. I uh, used to work for the Vegas Golden Knights, and I just remember so vividly last year those press conferences and seeing Nathan McKinnon and all those guys, the emotion and frustration on their face. So it's really, really cool and special to see them get over the hump. It's too bad the Lombardi Trophy. You can't drink out of that. We need to make some adjustments to that bad boy. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. So, and, you can't, and it's like your name is going to be on there for upwards, uh, you know, as they, as they replace rings for 50-plus years. You know, so all the avalanche, all the avalanche teams that have won the Stanley Cup are going to be on that thing, you know, and remain on that thing um, because they won it in '96 and 2001. So all three of those teams are going to be on that for you know the next 20, 30 years. I just think it's a, I think the tradition of it. It's just special. That's all. No, absolutely. It's awesome. The parade coming up Thursday should be a lot of fun as well. But, hey, speaking about the buzz around Denver right now, there is plenty about it, about this football team as well in the Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett coming to, to lead the charge, especially offensively. And so much of the talk about Denver over the past however many years has been the missing piece is that franchise quarterback. How poised could Russell Wilson be to take Denver to the next level? Oh, I think there's no question that you look at what Denver or Denver has right now and what Russell Wilson brings, 
I mean, you're a playoff contender in what many think is going to be the toughest division in football. So, I mean, right there in and of itself, you're a contender. You're going to be a playoff contender. Um, you know, but I still look at there are things when it comes to Russell Wilson that he needs to do to take his game, quote unquote, to the next level. Right. And when you start looking at how many sacks Russell Wilson takes and everybody wants to point the finger at Seattle and their offensive line. But I guarantee you, as I've studied film, I've probably done 10 Seattle games over the last five years, maybe more. Um, I, I, I would venture to guess 30 plus percent of those sacks are directly on Russell Wilson. When you're getting graded, they put them on that quarterback. So there are a lot of things like don't be afraid to take a profit. Don't be afraid to dump it off. Not everything is is critical that you extend the play, run around and put yourself in harm's way. So it'll be really interesting to see a young first time head coach the influence he has or the lack thereof, I don't know. We're going to find out that he has over a veteran quarterback. That will be really interesting for me to kind of watch that whole thing play out. Absolutely. A lot of excitement, rightfully so, for what's to potentially come. A team that was 7-10 and 10, missed the playoffs for six straight year. Now a win total at, here in Vegas of over under 10. So we'll see if they get there. We'll see if they make the playoffs. You mentioned how tough that AFC West division is. And is it possible? Like, could this be a division that sees all four teams get in? I, the risk, obviously, that they're going to beat up each other a little bit, but they are certainly the best, in my opinion, of all of the NFL right now. Yeah, I, I think it would be hard press. I think three, yes, all four of them. Um, you know, I, that one's a tough one for me to swallow simply because, like you said, they're going to they're gonna be so intense and they are all so talented that you would have to think, you know, at the end of the day, you go through the division and you know, you're happy to be 500 in the division. So I would have to think that one of those teams is not going to make it. But, you know, I guess stranger things have happened. You look at, you know, I mean, just flip over to the AFC East. I mean, obviously, we all think Buffalo is going to be really good. But what about New England? No question that Mac Jones was the best rookie quarterback in the class last year. Miami has upgraded just from a talent standpoint. Can they put it together? Can, can, uh, you know, to get it together. I don't know, but that, that division is really intriguing. And you got to believe last year injuries to uh, Lamar Jackson, COVID, I think he battled COVID twice mm -hmm. last year, you know, going into training camp. So, you know, he never was a hundred percent. He never fully got his strength or his weight back. Uh, I did a Baltimore game. I talked to John Harbaugh about it. So you got to believe they're going to bounce back. Is Cincinnati going to take a fall? I, I just find it really hard to believe that more than three and possibly it's going to be tough for, for even three to get out of that division. Well, the odds are pretty long for a reason in most of those divisions, the AFC West specifically 18 to one for all four teams to make it. Um, but just the quarterback talent, the, the, the strengths of all of those teams, it's pretty incredible. It's going to be a really exciting division. Um, and, and obviously you spent a good amount of time with the Denver Broncos, but your first team was in Washington, and now we see Terry McLaurin signing a big extension today. $71 million in new money, three years, making him among the NFL's top five paid receivers at the position. The Washington football team with a new quarterback themselves in Carson Wentz. What's your expectation for your other former team? Yeah, you know, I, I look at Washington. I love what Ron Rivera is doing in Washington. Carson Wentz, by all accounts, and I was over there just a couple of weeks ago, uh, doing something for Washington with the rookies. 
Uh, he has just been tremendous. Uh, he's been a great leader. He has really accepted that role as starting quarterback, and guys have embraced him. You mentioned McLaurin. That dude is legit, not only from a talent standpoint, but just a football acumen standpoint. They call him Scary he's Terry for a reason, right, Mark? Right. He is. The, the kid is amazing. So I'm glad they got the, done the rookie wide receiver that they got out of Penn State. The name escapes me right now. But uh, by all accounts in training camp, he's been tearing people up. Um, you know, in that division, I, I, you know, the Giants are still a big question mark for me in that division. The Cowboys always seem like they've been a Cowboy. Uh, I still think Philly is probably, you know, physically the best, like just absolutely beat you into submission, physical football team. But I have question marks about their quarterback, Jalen Hurts. And I did a game in New York against the Giants in which they got away from their run game. They were like, okay, we're going to fix the issue throwing the football. We're going to make sure our quarterback, you know, really kind of has a good feel and he basically took a dump in his helmet. He was awful in that particular game. And they lost that game like 12 to 7 or something ridiculous like that. So, like, I have a lot of questions about Philly in regards to if we have to throw the ball, can we throw the ball? At least he'll have a nice pass catcher there in A.J. Brown to help him out a little bit. But, yeah, a lot of, a lot of great questions. And we'll just have to wait and see if they'll be answered. Mark, please let us check in with you again when the season starts because uh, love chatting with you. Appreciate the time. Absolutely. Anytime. Take care now. Thank you. That's Mark Schlereth. Uh, does a great job broadcasting the NFL for Fox Sports. We will certainly make a point of connecting with him during the season once again. But great info on the Broncos as well as the Washington football team. When we come back, we will turn the page. Jeff Ulrich of DraftKings will join us. Talk a little hockey. Talk a little golf. Don't go anywhere. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, 
Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for just $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now through the end of July. Sign up today. You'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB articles, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which also features our daily email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, and use of our betting tools and video live stream. The cost is just $19 to become a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Rolling along here on My Guys in the Desert like we talked about yesterday, just because the Stanley Cup is in the rear view doesn't mean we can't look ahead to next year already. So we're going to do a little like-love-hate of early NHL futures odds uh, since 1984-85. The eventual champion with the longest preseason odds were 60-1. to 1. Only four eventual champions had odds longer than 20 to 1. So I'm looking kind of more toward that mid-range for the teams I'm in love with so far. And we're starting with, you knew it, it was going to come, the Vegas Golden Knights at 14 to 1 odds. New head coach in Bruce Cassidy, cup-ready roster. They stay healthy for once. Obviously, last year that was their downfall and figure out that power play, which Bruce Cassidy is known for. think they're going to be in really good shape. Also like the Carolina Hurricanes, a team that's built for success. Special teams, defense, goaltending, coaching, leadership. Just need some more scoring. Keep the big dogs on their toes. And the Edmonton Oilers there at 20 to 1, 18 to 1 as well. If this team can figure out their goalie situation, you know they can go far. Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid led all players in points this postseason. They didn't even make the final. We're just telling you about the offensive prowess of the Scott. As, as for likes, the, the Rangers, you guys know I had a future on them this year. I think they're young. They're just going to continue to get better. Dallas Stars, this number felt way too big. They have a new head coach in Pete DeBoer. I love the hire as a roster. There shouldn't be much turnover, a goalie that's potentially Vezina caliber. Calgary Flames, another team I like and hate. It's not that I don't think the Avs, Maple Leafs, or Panthers aren't going to advance and have good, good successful seasons and go far. I just hate the odds for all of them. The, the team that won the President's Trophy last year, 10-1, to 1, that's the best value of the three. The Avs, 4-1. to 1. Maple Leafs, a team that hasn't gotten out of the first round in 18 years? No, thank you. Moving on. Uh, let's talk about this a little bit more, though, with our guy Jeff Ulrich of DraftKings at the Fantasy Grind on Twitter. He's a great job covering sports from a betting and fantasy angle. Jeff, welcome in. Haven't got to check in with you since the Avs won the Cup. What would you make of the way that the Stanley Cup final ended? And are you, like me, already looking ahead to next year? Yeah, no, absolutely. Spent spent the last couple, well, last 48 hours looking at futures for sure. Um, you know, just in terms of how it went, I mean, 
Yeah, if anything, I think Tampa made a little bit more of a series of it than I thought they would. It was very close. I mean, a couple breaks here and there easily could have gone seven games. And then anything can happen in game seven, obviously. But Colorado ultimately did what I thought they would do is, you know, the home ice advantage uh, came through in the first two games. They just had too much speed, too much mobility down low. Darcy Kemper, for all the kind of people saying oh, he was not very good, he, he did step up and bounced back after the games he lost. So the series honestly went exactly how I thought it would go. It was just a tiny bit closer in some of those games than uh, I thought it would end up being. Yeah, you, you nailed it. I remember the one, I can't remember which game exactly it was that we were talking, but I was high on Tampa and you were just all about the abs and they just dominated and covered everything. So well done by you. Who do you like as you look ahead to the 2022-23 season? Yeah, I mean, it happens once in a blue moon. So thank you for bringing it up <laughs> that I get everything right. But um, yeah, look, I mean, on, on, to, on to next year, because I mean, like, it's already over. Like the Avalanche have won, so we need to talk about it anymore. I'm with you. I, I think that, Going with like the, the value on the board. I think one thing this has taught us this this playoffs is if you don't have that high end talent, I, I think with the way the NHL is being played, they are trying to open it up in the playoffs. You need it. Like you're not going to be able to get far. We saw it with the Oilers getting past the Flames. Um, we saw it in some ways with like Tampa Bay with Kucherov and stuff kind of eventually coming to the top over over the Rangers. Um, I do think that you need to, to target teams that have that ability. And I think the Oilers are plus 1,800. I think the Golden Knights, I'm right there with you, a plus 1,400 with Bruce Cassidy. I like that higher for them. It's definitely the area. You mentioned special teams. It's kind of like just been their Achilles heel in some ways. Um, and, and I think that this is going to bring some good stability for them. I think that you're getting them at a number of plus 1,400. Um, where people are still kind of sour on this Jack Eichel move. Mm -hmm. Eichel was very good in a lot of different categories for them last year. I think he's going to be a very good acquisition for them long-term. And then also you're just getting, everyone's just saying, well, the Colorado's going to win the cup like five years in a row because they're that good. And McCarr's 23. So plus 1,400, I don't know how long this will be available. I think people will clue into the fact the Golden Knights are in a pretty good spot. They beat Colorado two years ago. Let's not forget that in a playoff series. And uh, I think this number is very bettable. I, I like them for a bounce back year for sure. Yeah, I agree. And that was a, a lot of my thought process as well is it felt like a Murphy's Law type of a season for them that everything that could yeah. go wrong did. Yeah. And Jack Eichel even didn't get to his start until midway through the season. So once he has a full there, training camp, a full season under his belt, I think it'll be a different, different story. There was a point in the odds where the Gold Knights, I believe, were favored to win the Western Conference yep. over the, the Avalanche, right? So... You know, like you said, everything just went wrong for them in the second half of the year. Everything. So, well, let's turn our attention to an event that is taking place this week in the John Deere Classic. I know the field isn't exactly very star studded here with most players getting ready for next week, getting ready for the Open Championship, but they, the tickets are going to cash the same. So, what types of yep. players, first and foremost, uh, and skill sets that have success on a course like this? Uh, hey, look, if you bet PGA every week, you do not mind these fields. I love these fields. You, you want a week where you can get an, an 80 to one or 100 to one winner? This is it, baby. So, I mean, like, you know, like you should be you should be definitely putting in some time for research in this. This is an absolutely wide open event. Adam Hadwin is the favorite at 10 to one. That's all you need to know. Adam Hadwin. I, I mean, like I like Adam Hadwin, but if he's at 10 to one, you know, you know, the field is wide open. He's so. minus 135 for a top 20. <laughs> it's crazy. It's craziness. Um, you got to look down the board. You, you, you should not be betting the guys at short odds. Um, you know, Sahith Tagala is interesting at 25 to one. You could see a bounce back there. I definitely think in terms of talent, he's a top three player, but I'm going to start my card further down. I'm going to be looking at 35 to one on DraftKings. Patrick Rogers, a guy who's played very consistent golf over the last couple months. T31 at the U.S. Open. It's a player who's runner up at the John Deere Classic in 2017 as well. And a lot of talent coming out of college. 
he set some records at Stanford that, you know, basically top Tiger Woods records there. So Rogers has it in him to win a PGA Tour event. And, you know, he's played some of his most consistent golf. I think plus 3,500 is definitely a fair number to target Patrick Rogers with in this field. Again, it's wide open. A guy who can get hot with the putter. A guy who's got a lot of talent. I like that. David Lipsky is another name I'll throw out there. Um, he's won numerous times. He's won in Europe. He's won on the Corn Ferry Tour. He's a grinder. He's plus 8,000 on the DraftKings Sportsbook. This is a player who's got it done professionally. He sets up very well for the scores. Not long off the tee, but he's very consistent. Good mid-iron player. David Lipsky at plus 8,000 just looks a little bit too big for me, and I could definitely see him popping up. Like I said, he had a good year last year. He won, he's won professionally on multiple tours. He can absolutely get it done against this kind of field. So Lipsky, and then I'm going to throw out a couple top 40 bets because this field, it's littered with guys at the bottom who I think are actually a little bit undervalued. But Chris Goddard uh, great young player, 22, coming out of college. College player of the year last year, plus 150 for a top 40. This is a big tournament for Chris Goddard from the fact that he's he's getting by in exemptions. He needs points right now, so it's a big one for him. Plus 150 is great. Bill Haas has played well lately. Veteran on his way back, plus 200 for a top 40. I think that's fair, too. Love it. All about that action. One name that you didn't dive into super deep that I wanted to follow in on was Sahit Thagala because obviously he came so close yeah. last week and, and fell apart late. When something like that happens to a player, are you more apt to invest in them in a bounce back? Or are you worried a little bit about the mental side of them crashing the way that he did? You know, it, it, it's so tough to tell because oftentimes we, we see it just like it just takes too much out of them and to mentally focus for another four rounds like in the week after the players just don't have it. But we've seen examples of players doing the, the opposite of just coming back and winning. Kyle Stanley had an absolutely massive meltdown at the Farmers way back, like I'm talking like 10 years ago. And the next week he came and won in Phoenix. And there are other examples of that. Players getting really close and then coming through. But I think in this field, just with how wide open this is, and this is really just a putting contest because of how simple the course setup is, I would be more prone to just fade Thigala. I just think it's too much to ask for a young player. He's going to be thinking about that all week. And, you know, it was just such a it was kind of a bit of a bad luck, but it was also a bit of course management mixed in. And, you know, he's just going to be ruminating on it. If he's a bit more of a veteran player, I'd probably be more apt to get on him. But, you know, the odds just and this with this field, I, I'm more apt to just say you should probably just forget about him for a couple of weeks. He's definitely going to break through soon. He's definitely got the talent. But uh, I, I would be on the side of no rather than yes. That was my thought process as well with a rookie like that. Uh, I know we're going to talk plenty of NFL futures getting into next season. We're up against the break right now, but one I did see you like Trey Lance, MVP mm. long shot, 30 seconds, yeah. sell me on it because I am a 49ers yeah. fan and I'm emotional. I mean, look at that. I mean, you, you look at down the board and I was looking at the reason I landed on Trey Lance 50 to one is is there anyone in the Super Bowl odds really feel good about 50 to one? No, I think Trey Lance if he starts all all 18 games with his rushing ability, his ability to put up just you always going to put up huge rushing numbers. He averaged 12 rush attempts in his two starts for the 49ers last year. If his passing numbers or even just slightly above average, this guy's going to have a monster season. And if San Francisco goes like 14 and three and they have the team capable to do that, I think Trey Lance will absolutely be in there. So there's just no long shots that I like Super Bowl at those odds. But Trey Lance, 50 to one, I think he's got a legit shot. 14 and three sounds really nice to me. So I will be rooting for it. Thank you so much, Jeff. Appreciate you as always. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Thanks a lot. That's Jeff Ulrich at the Fantasy Grind on Twitter. He does a great job posting his previews. He has one up right now for the John Deere Classic. If you missed any of those plays, make sure you check it out. When we come back, it's Hot Take Tuesday. What does Steph have cooked up for us today? And Chuck Esposito of the Red Rock Race and Sportsbook takes us behind the counter.
listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of My Guys in the Desert brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, they're spit-free, and available in 10 varieties. They also come in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash F-I-N-D. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It's Tuesday, everybody, which means it's Hot Take Tuesday. Producer Stephanie Kamershack coming up with some hot takes for us, and I'm supposed to determine the level of heat coming off them. I looked over these in the break. They're all pretty hot. Starting with, Steph says the Eagles will miss the playoffs, plus 150 price. We talked about this with Mark Schlereth off the top of the show, that this is a team that has a lot of high expectations coming into the year. They play in a weaker division, Cowboys going to Cowboy. But I don't know necessarily how much faith we can put in Jalen Hurts just yet. Yes, it is his second season in that full starters type of role. He's got all the weapons right now. There's no excuses for him. But what does he do with them? I'm not sure yet. I'm more apt to take the plus 150 here to miss than the minus 190 to make probably just gonna pass on that one but that's hot that's hot i like it it's pretty warm we're warming up texas is back now we're getting hot steph wants the over six and a half conference wins at plus 140. i'm very much looking forward to discussing this texas team with Stuart mandel at the end of the show but uh, no texas is not back right now i'm sorry i know it's great the arch manning news he's not coming for another year i know it's great you got quinn yours this year but we haven't seen him play in meaningful games yet. So, yes, the growth and recruiting, the transfer portal, all of that that Sark has done is tremendous. As for the conference wins this year, I just don't see it. This team won five games last year. Now you're asking them to win seven of nine in league play. It's a big ask. Minus 170, a heavy price, but I'm more confident in laying it for the under. And last one here, the Yankees will not win the AL East, Steph says. She just wants her Red Sox to get in there. From a betting value standpoint, it would be awesome, right, if the Blue Jays or the Red Sox at 13 or 30 to 1, respectively, could beat out the Yankees at this point. You could say, I got in there when. This is too hot. Don't touch it. It's the Yankees division this year. I think it's clear. They win games in different ways. Blowouts, close games, most comebacks in Major League Baseball, most home runs, most walk-offs. They've got the pitching staff. They've got the lineup. It's, I mean, look at the the Boston Red Sox, a team that's had an incredible month, won 19 of their last 24 games. They're still 12 games back for a reason. Let's continue to talk some futures with bookmaker extraordinaire Chuck Esposito, director of the Red Rock Race and Sportsbook here in Summerlin, overseas, all of stations, casinos. I was going to say, Chuck, like, Hey, it must be nice. You get to relax here a little bit. Just got baseball, maybe Wimbledon, slow down. But the way you guys are on top of it with the futures market, you're throwing up new props even for the NFL season. There is never a rest day for you. There is no rest, or I mean, no, no downtime anymore. It's always good to jump on with you. And just thought the exact same thing with hockey and, and basketball coming to an end. Let's start talking football. It's never too early to, to get some football props on the board, and that's what we did. Absolutely. Can you walk us through some of the new options that you guys put up? People walk to the sports book. What are they seeing with the NFL next year? Yeah, I mean, we, we really tried to be creative and get out there. I mean, it's NFL um, offensive, you know, rookie of the year. It's uh, who will lead the league in, in rushing, um, teams to make the playoffs, the passing props, receiving props. So if you like offense, we know that league's all about scoring. 
We've got a number of different props on the board now for you to look at. And really, the, the traders team here did a phenomenal job of really kind of diving into it and looking at all the stats and kind of projecting out where we think they'll be based on strength of schedule. I know it's early and there's a lot of uncertainty still going on. Um, but these have been great to put on the board, and a lot of guests are asking for the sheets and already talking about it, and we've seen some money come in already as well. Well, what are some of those markets or names in those markets that you're already seeing some names, uh, some money coming in on? Because, I mean, it's a star-studded league, and there's value on the board for the taking. Yeah, I think first I'll start with Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, we initially had uh, Kenny Pickett, the favorite. Uh, he is no longer the favorite now. It's now Chris Olave. Um, you know, you think about Kenny Pickett, I think he was based on being the favorite. It's maybe he could win that job away from Mitch Trubisky and be the guy in Pittsburgh, but there's still no guarantee. We saw some of the struggles last year for rookie quarterbacks, and, and even with the really good um, year that Mac Jones had, he still didn't win Rookie of the Year. But Chris Olave now with some of the injuries to Michael Thomas and maybe Justin uh, uh, Justin having the Jamison Williams back there at quarterback, maybe he could be the guy who's going to kind of open it up a little bit. We've seen these, these rookie wideouts in the past. If it's uh, Justin Jefferson's, Jamar Chase, actually come up with some big seasons early on. So we've seen some movement there. Um, really the one that's, that's led a lot of people are looking at too, Stormy, is teams to make the playoffs, yes or no, and kind of going through their strength of schedule, the division they play in. And, and one of the teams that's getting some plays is the Raiders. Um, Raiders are a a favorite and to not make the playoffs, yet we're seeing some money show on the plus side um, to make the playoffs. And I think that's just, again, uh, kind of the home bias there that you're seeing some Raider action come in. But they clearly play in the toughest division in all of football. They absolutely do. And that's what I was going to say is it's funny when you talk about people ranking those quarterbacks in the AFC West and Derek Carr for as great as he is, is the consensus fourth on that list every single time. And they're a team, it surprises me a little bit, though, that so many people think that they're going to take a step back considering how much the Raiders did overachieve last year. They had their head coach fired. They had the emotional issues regarding uh, Henry Ruggs off the field and all of those different things, and they still made the playoffs. So it surprised me a little bit that people aren't at least optimistic about the new regime a little bit more. I think they are, but it's just, you know, you went out and you picked up Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones. You made a splash on both sides of the ball. This is the best skill position players that Carr has ever had. But you look at the Chargers, for an example. They go out there on defense. We know they're a dynamic offense. Pick up J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack. The Broncos, who have been a close to a playoff team for the last five years without quarterback play, go out there and get Russell Wilson. And I know the Chiefs lose Hill, but you have MVS. Uh, you have Juju Smith-Schuster, Ronald Jones, you drafted Sky Moore, and you still have a certain guy at quarterback there. So um, as good as the Raiders might be with the changes that they made, they still have some holes, especially on the back end defensively, and they're playing against in a division where you're going to see a lot of points scored. I think you're probably going to see the highest point totals when these teams play um, throughout the course of the season. But I think we'll know pretty quickly on the Raiders Three of their first five games are against divisional foes, so we'll get a better idea how good they are and how they match up against these teams. It wouldn't stun me, Stormy, if they won the division. I just think right now, based on everything we've seen, they're projected as the fourth-best team in the AFC West. Yeah, the season is going to start fast and furious. It's going to be so much fun. And you just talk about the points being put up. Justin Herbert's only going to get better, and he threw for 5,000 yards last year. I'm so excited. That division is just going to be so much fun. Uh, what about college football? Have you gotten any futures in, in that range yet? Yeah, I'm sure you have, so that's a silly question. But who's taking money in the college football world right now? 
Yeah, it, it's, you know, the, the team that I guess created the most value or the most interest was Florida. We had Florida up at uh, uh, close to um, 100 to 1, and we've seen them drop about 60% uh, from, from that opening odd. So there's some people that believe that, that Florida was overvalued at that price. Uh, but, but the most tickets are on the Southern Cal Trojans, who have dropped from uh, 20 to 1 to 10 to 1. Um, but those are the two. And, and even the Heisman Trophy, uh, Richardson, the quarterback from Florida, has gotten a lot of love, and Caleb Williams from USC, who has the most tickets. So it kind of goes hand-in-hand. There's a correlation there. They were backing both the Florida quarterback and team, yet the most tickets seem to be on Southern Cal right now in both categories. I I feel like USC is just the most overrated team going into this year. It is blowing my mind. They're going to be very, very improved, but I'm just not sure they're going to be nearly as good as everybody anticipates them to be. We'll see how things go in the first year under Lincoln Riley. Uh, People will get mad at me if I don't ask you about baseball. We have a full MLB slate today. Uh, Any game or two that are really lopsided on your guys' end you need? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's uh, pretty much the same every night. We are clearly tonight... Rockies, A's, and Tiger fans rooting against the Dodgers, Yankees, and Giants. And that pretty much is the case. I mean, you need, we need one of these teams to, to lose, hopefully multiple teams to lose, but not only on the side, but on the run line as well. Uh, they continue to back these teams on a nightly basis. And you think about the Yankees, who are 34 games above 500. They are more games above 500 than 12 teams in the league have wins right now. If that puts it into perspective, how the public is backing the Yankees. Absolutely. And they're in every parlay. You know it. They're a team that just doesn't seem to be slowing down. Where did you guys open their World Series odds? Where are they now? Because obviously they're the favorite everywhere. Yeah, they opened at 9-1. to They were actually the fourth choice when the season opened up. Uh, They're now the favorite. And you look at them right now, they're at three to one. So pretty dramatic drop there. But again, they're a team I heard you talking about it. You know, they've got the hitting, they've got the pitching, and they're not going to be shy to be buyers at the trade deadline. If they if they go out and they need a catcher, Wilson Contreras' name has come up. Um, whatever piece they need, they'll go out and get. And I think it makes them that much more dangerous going into the trade deadline on August 2nd. 100%. Chuck, you are great. Thank you so much for the time, as always. All right. Thanks, Stormy. Talk to you soon. Great stuff from Chuck today. Oversees all of Station's casinos and one of my favorite spots in town, the Red Rock Racing Sportsbook. It's beautiful over there in Summerlin. Uh, when we come back here, we're going to close out the show, continuing that college football conversation with Stuart Mandel of The Athletic. Who does he think are some of the more overrated and underrated teams going into next year? Yes, we will talk about USC. And yes, we will talk about Texas. Are they back? We'll see. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps. In the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to My Guys in the Desert. We're closing things out here on a high note, talking some college football. Excited to welcome in good friend of the show, Stuart Mandel, editor-in-chief of the Athletic College Football section, co-host of the Audible podcast. They do a great job all season long breaking down the most need-to-know storylines around college football. Welcome into the program, my friend. How's it going? I'm doing well, Stormy. How are you? You ready for college football season? Yes, the offseason cannot end soon enough. I am ready to turn the page. And obviously, college football the last couple of days is very top of mind with the Arch Manning to Texas news. What's your over-under on just the amount of tweets or blog headlines you've seen saying Texas is back? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's already there, right? And he's not even getting to campus for another year. Uh, so... Uh, you know, te- we get to declare Texas is back and then we get to do it again if he actually 
delivers them and, and leads them to glory. I know. One year at a time. So let's start looking into this season. Obviously, Quinn Ewers coming over. Sark in season two trying to turn around. It was a five-win season for the Texas Longhorns last year. But odds makers seem to look like the future is bright for Texas. What are your expectations for this team? I think they'll definitely be better. I think people need to be a little bit cautious about kind of getting caught up in the flashy names on that offense, starting with Quinn Ewers, who hasn't actually played yet uh, as a quarterback. Certainly, Bijan Robinson is great. Xavier Worthy, the receiver, is great. But they're going to be pretty much starting over on the offensive line. They could, in fact, they may even be starting um, freshmen at both of the tackle spots. That's always uh, a point of concern. And then obviously, their defense wasn't very good last year. So, they may be a year away still uh, from having the kind of season that Texas fans hope for. So I would say better, um, but not quite, as you said, Stormy, back. Right. I agree. And the future certainly appears to be bright. Uh, they have hit the transfer portal hard, it looks like, and the recruiting is certainly there. But uh, you're asking a lot to turn around. I saw a win total for Texas as high as nine and a half at one point. It's now sitting at eight, but it's just asking a lot. So that's the Texas side of it. Sticking with the Big 12, the other team heading to the SEC with them in short order, Oklahoma, brand new head coach over there in Brent Venables. That's a complete 180 in terms of philosophy. New quarterback in UFC trans in UCF transfer Dylan Gabriel as well. Are they a 10-win team again in this new regime, you think? I think they they would be teetering right there. Uh, you have so much change. They're a real wild card team. You have obviously a coaching change, which always causes some uncertainty in that first season. But beyond that, almost every big name player from the Sooners last season is gone. They either turned pro or they entered the transfer portal. Um, Brent Venables did a good job of getting some guys in from the transfer portal, but nowhere near what they lost. So I think if you were ever going to see Oklahoma have a bit of a down year, which ne rarely ever happens, it would be this year, which would open the door for teams like Baylor, Oklahoma State, maybe even Kansas State. Uh, to rise up in the standings. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And obviously, hand-in-hand hand with Oklahoma is going to go USC and Lincoln Riley, now the head coach over at the Trojans. I think two things feel very clear for me looking at USC this year, that they are going to be dramatically improved, but they are also extremely overrated. I mean, they are being priced in the odds market like they are a clear-cut top 10 team. I just don't see it. What's your outlook for the Trojans with year one under Lincoln Riley? Yeah, I'm with you. They went four and eight last year and it was, and it was a bad four and eight. They got clobbered in most of those games. Obviously Lincoln Riley has done a, a has, you know, overhauled the roster about as drastically as I've ever seen. And, and suddenly they've got one of the best quarterbacks in the country in Caleb Williams, Travis Dye, a great player from Oregon. And then Jordan Addison, the Bolitnikoff winner coming in. I think USC will score a lot of points, and I think they will also give up a lot of points. And so it's just a matter of how many games can they win 48 to 45. So and they do that week in and week out. It's just incredible to me looking at the national championship odds boards because you see 30 to 1, and you're like, okay, yes, that's long odds, but it's tied for fifth. Like the teams ahead of them, Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, and then it's them and A&M right there. It's just kind of mind-boggling for me to look at that. And then Caleb Williams right there as the third shortest shot to win the Heisman next year as well. How do you think Caleb Williams is going to be in this new system and this new outlook as well at USC? I do expect Caleb Williams to have a big year. Um, he looked great as a freshman over the second half of last season. He's got the same coach. He's got, you know, Mario Williams, their receiver transferred over with him. Um, for him to win the Heisman, 
USC is going to have to make the playoff because those two things have kind of got, come hand in hand now with the way Heisman voters uh, uh, approach their ballot. And it's hard to see USC doing that. They do have a favorable schedule, but Utah is going to be right there with them. I think people have overlooked Oregon a little bit. To me, they're still very much in the mix to win the Pac-12. Uh, and obviously, the Pac-12 hasn't made the playoffs since 2016. So you're taking a pretty big chance there that they're even going to get in the playoff, much less win the national championship. Absolutely. And I thought that was a really good point about Utah, too, because they have a lot of pieces coming back. Kyle Whittingham, very established there. And you have a lot of what if question marks if Cam Rising was the starter all year for that squad last year? What could have been? And they still went toe to toe with Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. So we talked about a few teams there that are maybe a little bit overrated in the market. Are there any you think that are underrated that are not getting nearly enough love for the prowess that they could have this season? I'm surprised Arkansas is not getting more love. They've they've um, been off to a great start. Actually, I know you know how good Arkansas is. You had their bowl game. Love me some uh, Sam Pittman. Sam Pittman, K.J. Jefferson, I think, is an absolute stud at quarterback. And combine that with, okay, in the SEC West, you've got Alabama, obviously. Is there any other team in there that you feel 100% certain about? You don't. Um, LSU, Brian Kelly, coaching change. Ole Miss lost everybody from their team last year. Um, you know, Texas A&M is starting very high in the rankings, as they should talent-wise, but they haven't shown yet under Jimbo Fisher they can deliver. So I think there's an opportunity there for Arkansas to rise up win nine, maybe even 10 games. Woo pig suey. And that's good to know they're over under sitting at seven and a half, the over a plus 125 price for those of you betters out there. And you mentioned LSU, um, which of course, LSU, Notre Dame, similar to Oklahoma and USC. They're always going to be talked about together now for years to come with Brian Kelly making that switch. Who's going to have the, the better season this year between those two? And who's going to have the better tenure as a head coach in that new spot? Well, I, I have trouble having too much faith in this LSU team because it's just a complete rebuild. Um, they really, you know, Brian Kelly's really having to start over there, in particular with the quarterback position. But I'm not going to question one of the absolute best coaches in the sport, one of the winningest coaches of all time. If he, if he stays at LSU, he should have a lot of success at LSU. It would help him if Nick Saban decided to retire. Uh, but short of that, you know, that's the one program that has really shown when they are clicking that they can compete head to head with Alabama and win SEC and national championships. How excited are you for Alabama, Texas A&M this year? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, the, the talk has died down a little bit about Saban and Jimbo, but that week, uh, how many times are we going to watch replays of that Jimbo Fisher press conference? I think that combined with the fact that A&M beat them last year and the atmosphere there in Tuscaloosa is going to be off the charts will be a primetime game, most likely. So, um, you know, probably usually Alabama Auburn, right, is the guaranteed most anticipated game of the SEC season. But this year, I'm, I'm putting that one first on the calendar. It's going to be fun. That's definitely going to be one of those sections on the calendar that's circled. Week one is going to be a huge talking point. There are so many marquee games. Is there one or two that you're really looking forward to or even just a spread or a number that intrigued you? Because I know you do look at the odds boards. Not as frequently as you do, but I, I do like to look at them. Uh, obviously, Ohio State Notre Dame is the headliner that week. I'm not sure what the number is right now on that. Um I think Notre Dame is going to be very good this season, but to to open the season at the Horseshoe at night, C.J. Stroud uh, coming back for the Buckeyes, I think that's a tall ask for the Irish. And then um, the the Georgia Oregon game uh, in Atlanta, um, 
I like the dogs there. I know they're replacing that whole, almost that whole NFL defense. Uh, but it's still an extremely talented team. And this is going to be Dan Lanning's first coach, first game as head coach at Oregon going across the country. What will basically be a road game. You know, you got to like Georgia's chances there. Absolutely. And I am looking at that Notre Dame, Ohio State number. Ohio State favored by a two touchdowns and a half. So minus 14 That's and a half one. spread is big, right? My goodness. Notre Dame getting no love there. Um, I'm excited for the Vegas game that they have against BYU at Allegiant Stadium. I love the way that they're taking advantage of a lot of these NFL stadiums and changing things up. For sure. Vegas is turning out to be a great venue for for college, you know, obviously basketball, but also football. You know, I think it was huge for the Pac-12 to move their championship game there. Um, now we just got to get the national championship game there, right? Absolutely. Really great stuff. As always, Stuart, appreciate the time more than you know and enjoy the rest of this offseason. We'll be checking in with you more, though. All right. Thank you. That is our guy, Stuart Mandel, over at The Athletic. We actually joked yesterday, two days after hockey, and I'm already calling him to turn the page to, to talk about college football. Great stuff from him, as always. That is a wrap for today's edition of My Guys in the Desert. Thanks for hanging out with us. Danny Burke and Rush Hour coming up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 